Hey, this is Erin Lindstrom, and you're listening to Thank You For You. This is a show about celebrating and acknowledging our humanness as well as our beingness, the easy and the hard, the gifts and the (laughs) gifts we don't really like but choose to accept anyway. This is a show about and for people in pursuit of more peace, more joy, more money, more justice, and more of the awe that life has to give us. Thank you for being here, and thank you for you. Welcome back to Thank You For You. It's a beautiful day here. (laughs) I'm in Norfolk, Virginia, and this is the first episode I am recording in my new place. And so I hope you enjoy the acoustics of the new walls and all of that jazz. I am super excited today because this is a blind date episode. And what I mean by that is my guest today, we just interfaced for the first time, meaning saw each other's faces on Zoom, like a couple minutes ago. And I love these episodes because you're going to get to actually like witness us having our first conversation. We've, you know, gone back and forth in email, but I think there's not to set the standard really high, but I find that there's real magic available in those first connections because we're just getting to know each other. And I, I find that to be one of the most fun things in life. So I am excited that you are here to join us. So today's guest is Precious Rogers, and this is going to be an interesting conversation. So Presh is a Pinterest marketing expert, an ad specialist, or a Pinterest badass for short, and she helps online coaches, service providers, and content creators pimp Pinterest to get more eyes on their content, grow their email list with action takers, and overall skyrocket their visibility with and without ads. When she's not giving out high energy, good laughs, or sunshine vibes, you can find her sipping her favorite drink of the day, dancing around for fun, or watching her latest Netflix binge. Presh, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. I have to know, what is your favorite drink of today? Oh, see, I thought she was going to ask Netflix binge, but um, <laughs> drink up like for today, for today, I, I would say water. I haven't had anything else. Um, I'm doing a lot of water today. So yeah. Gotcha. Water. What is the Netflix binge now that we're here? <laughs> oh, well, I'm actually taking it back old school. I'm binging right now. Girlfriends. Um, yes. It's yep. completely different as a 30 in my thirties than it was when I was a teen. Like, you know, you think, you know, everything. Yeah. you think, you know what they're talking about. But then as a, you know, in my thirties, I'm like, uh, I completely <laughs> did not know what they were talking about. Yes. When I was a teen. Now I do. And it's like, oh my God, this is crazy. So yeah, that's what's my current binge. I love that. It like hits differently when you're like older and have different perspective, right? Oh my God. Like you see things from a different angle. Like you like, oh my God, this is toxic or oh my God. Yeah. Terrible. Like before it was like, oh, this is so cute and fun. And it's not that bad. And you're like, no, no, it's bad. <laughs> yep. Yep. I totally hear that. I just watched um, Freaky Friday for the first time in a really, really long time. And when I first watched it, I identified with the kid, right? This time I watched it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm the mom. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. I haven't watched it in so long, but I love that movie. And I can see the difference when you, as you get older. You're like, mm-hmm. huh, now I get it. It's, it's weird. Yeah. See things like that. You're like, oh my God, who am I? <laughs> exactly. It was so funny. So for the podcast, I just, we just warmed up with some pre questions, but I usually start with the same question for everyone. And so I'm going to ask you that if that's cool, it's kind of a big question. So feel free to take it in whatever direction you want. There's no wrong way. And we'll follow the flow from here. So the question is, who are you and how did you get here? 
Oh my God, that is a loaded question. I know, right? <laughs> um, I am precious and I am pretty much, um, I like to say that I'm just me in such a unique way. Mm. I like to consider myself a sunflower because I am, I love the sun. Um, it's so funny. I feel like when I was younger, I didn't really like the sun as much as I do now. Now it's mm-hmm. something that I have to like experience or try to experience even if for five minutes a day, it really fuels me. Um, I'm very energetic. I love life. I love being happy and really um, inspiring people and really mm-hmm. influencing people to really live the life that they want to. And I just think that I'm just a whole bunch of different things. Like when I think back on my life, it's like I've done so much sometimes. And I'm like, I've done like, I've traveled. I've, you know, worked in IT. I lived abroad. I do what I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much just uniquely me. And I love here. that. Um, I got here because I knew I didn't want to work in corporate America anymore. And which is funny because I used to like, dream of working for Google. Like that was my dream. Mm-hmm. That was my goal. That's what I went to school for. And then um, I taught English abroad in Korea, came back and was like, I can't be tied to two weeks. Um, I want to be able to travel, started like a, like a virtual assistant, didn't know anything about the online space. And that really just opened up a whole new world for me. And that's how I got here. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And so interesting. It sounds like uh, you have like, it's, would you consider freedom one of your core values? Yes, definitely. Um, in the sense that I just want to be able to, you know, live my life the, the way that I want to. I don't feel like, I, I feel like freedom is, you know, can be different for everybody. We, we all want that, like freedom in the sense of, you know, time and things like mm-hmm. that. But I think freedom for me is just being happy in whatever I'm doing and feeling mm-hmm. really good in that space. Totally. How did you tell me a little bit about the like journey from VA and now like Pinterest is your specialty, right? Yes. Oh, what does um, that look like? <laughs> so when I started out as a general VA, um, just about two years ago, I was in this course called 90 Day VA um, in May of 2019. And within the course, there's a section about being a Pinterest manager. And I was like, that's interesting. Because um, I think like, a lot of people back then, especially I just looked at Pinterest as this place to just pin stuff for myself. I didn't mm-hmm. think of it as a marketing platform. And I was like, people pay people to like pin for them. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And, and so funny enough, my very first client who actually is still a client now, um, she was an or she is an influencer as well as a blogger with digital products. And she wanted to use Pinterest more. She knew that Pinterest was driving traffic to her blog. And like it was one of her top traffic drivers, but she was like, I know I'm not like actually utilizing it or leveraging it the way it can be leveraged. And so I was like, it's like she asked me if I could, um, you know, help her. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm a VA. I could do everything. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how my mind was. Like, I was like, I can learn. I can learn how to do this. Didn't know anything about it really, except for that little mini part of the um, course that I took. So that's really how I got into it. I'm. I really dive deep into it, and I really enjoy learning about it. Learning. I like to look at Pinterest as the underdog. And for me, that's something that I always like to root for. So once I learned more about it, learned how it worked, I was like, this is what I 
really wanted to really focus on as time went on. Um, I enjoyed being like being able to bring a fresh perspective to it and really Mm -hmm. have fun doing it. So it's just over the last year, I really just decided to really focus on that part of my business. And it's been amazing ever since. That is so cool. And so Pinterest is something that I personally, I mean, I'm one of those people who's still just pinning for myself. (laughs) I'm like, Ooh, I like that desk. It goes on this board and that's it. And even that only happens like when I'm in a move and stuff. So when you said Pinterest, you kind of see it as like the underdog that really hits for me. Um, Can you talk to us a little bit about a little bit about like, is Pinterest worth spending your attention on? Um, And like, why, how does it work? Like, tell us the, the inside scoop. Oh my God. Yes. It's so funny. I made it like a real or TikTok today about this kind of, um, it's definitely (laughs) a place to spend your attention because of the fact that you, you know, Instagram and Facebook, those are great platforms for marketing, but they are very much for like short-term right now marketing, whatever you're marketing today, it's for something that's happening, you know, right now Mm -hmm. in this instance. Whereas Pinterest is a long-term strategy. So with Pinterest, you're putting your content that you're already creating. So it's really great for repurposing content too. You're putting that content or you're putting pins to drive traffic to content you've already created on Pinterest so that people can find that content whenever they need it, wherever they are in their journey. So I like to use the example of maybe right now you're not looking to get on Pinterest, but maybe six months from now you are. So if you go on Pinterest and you're searching for something, you'll be able to find all my content that I've put on Pinterest. And maybe I have a freebie from, you know, that's that right now that I'm promoting that you find, but in six months from now, I'm probably promoting something else, but my old freebie may be something that you actually resonate with more. So you're mm-hmm. actually able to meet people with um, people where they are in their journey and they're able to find your content on autopilot. So you don't have to show up on Pinterest every day in the sense of engagement or, you know, commenting on things. You're just putting your content out there daily. And you can, of course, bash this so that people can find it when they need it. So it's a really good long-term strategy that works on autopilot. So while I'm binging my latest Netflix show, people can be finding my (laughs) free offers, (laughs) getting on my email list without me having to show up and tell them what to do. They're, you know, they're searching for it. This is what they want to do. Mm, That makes so much sense. And I love the idea of like being able to repurpose, like the efficiency is what's like coming through for me. It's like, (laughs) you're, you're, you're already creating the content. It's just now you have to create pin, like pin images to drive traffic to that content. But, you know, the content is already there. I always tell people, you're not really creating content for Pinterest. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, even if you're a blogger, you didn't start blogging for Pinterest. You started blogging because you wanted to blog. Your blog content is there. Now you're using Pinterest to drive people to it. So same thing for whether it's your blog content, content, your podcast, your Instagram TVs, your Reels, TikToks, you're already creating that content. So why? not use Pinterest, which is a search engine to drive more new content or new people to that content. Mm, That makes total sense for people who, and like, I'm wondering if you hear this on sales calls and like with your, um, like prospects, are there mindset shifts that you kind of need to like consider in order to step into this? Cause what I'm hearing is that this actually sounds really, really expansive as something to work on and to like, let more people see you and let more people find you. And I just wonder, like, (laughs) is that scary for people, regardless of whether or not they like realize it? I don't know if it's conscious or not. Yeah, I think the mindset thing that people have to shift through is the time commitment. Um, Mm. It's not something that's instant. Pinterest takes time 
to optimize because one, it is a search engine. So you have to get past the point of like, when I put something out there on Instagram, people are going to go and click on it right now or go to my link right now. Whereas Pinterest, people have to actually be searching for your content in order to find it. They're not just like, you know, once you post it, there are, you do have followers so they might see it, but it's still about people searching for that content. And sometimes Pinterest can take anywhere from three months to a year to actually optimize. So that's why it's really mm-hmm. a good, great traffic driver in the background long term because there's no platform, you know, other than like like Google, YouTube, which are also search engines, where mm-hmm. if you put something out there today that people can still find it a year from now. Like if I put something on Instagram today, no one's going to find it a year from now, unless they're really stalking my page and going right, all right, the way right, back right. down. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then even if I have like a, like I said, a certain um like free opt-in, that link is probably not going to be there anymore. Whereas on Pinterest, it's still going to be there unless I delete that link off my website or something. So the mindset shift is that you have to remember, this is a long-term strategy. It's mm-hmm. not something where if you don't have like you know, if my clients don't have like Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn happening for them, I wouldn't tell them to make this their only strategy because it is long term, um, unless they're using it for paid marketing, because then it will work a little bit faster. Mm, that makes total sense. Um, are there like uh, mistakes that you see made rather frequently or like things that you wish you could like s- not scream at, but scream at lovingly. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a warning, not as a scorning. <laughs> uh, yes, it's the same one mostly all the time is that people treat it like other social media platforms. And I always have to remind people, though Pinterest has social um, aspects to it, it is not a social media platform. It is a search search engine with um, social aspects. It's a, it's a search and discovery tool. So you can't treat it like your other search or other social media platforms. Like, you know, you don't post one time a day on Pinterest or you don't go and comment and engage on Pinterest like you would do other platforms. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing people have to stop treating it like. And then the other thing is that they don't want to do the initial work. So they will think too much like, oh, I just have to pin the content. But it's like, you also need to do like your keyword research because once again, it's a search engine. So people cannot find your content mm-hmm. if you're not actually keywording it. So things like your nice um, converting, converting caption on Instagram is not what you're going to use for your description on Pinterest. On Pinterest, you're going to use a keyword description so people can actually find it. Mm. <laughs> All good yeah. things to know. I'm taking notes as you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Love so it. Clearly you're, yeah, so clearly you're very knowledgeable like in all of this and like know what you're doing, understand Pinterest, not all of that. I would love to know like, why do you do this? Like aside from the freedom, is there more connection here to like the work and who you're helping and that sort of stuff? Yeah, my why is really around empowering women to really, you know, grow their businesses, helping them actually thrive. I really love to be able to inspire and empower people to really reach their own personal goals. So, Mm. you know, within their business, I want to help you make the impact that you want to make on the world. So I feel like for me, being able to help my clients drive more people and profit to their business using Pinterest really empowers them to really make that impact that they want to make. And that really inspires and really just fuels me in a great way. Mm, I love that. What, how, how is that like, I, I, I'm like, I want to know more about your life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How does that like show up? Like kind of digging more into like the, 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 who are you, right? Like, so you're living this life. You've obviously created like, um, a successful business for yourself. What has that like allowed you to do? What are you creating in your world personally? 
Yeah, for me, it's allowed me to create more balance and really learn how to, um, I'm really big on energy. So mm-hmm. it's really allowing me to learn how to listen and focus on my energy so that I'm working when I have the best energy. Um, I'm learning that mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I guess, get low energy really quickly. Um, so that way I have to know like when I can work more and when I can't, when I need to listen to my body, when I need to actually like regroup or um, recharge for some time and that is really allowing me having my own business is really allowing me to do that and listen to my body more because I feel like we get so caught up in feeling like we have to do so much mm-hmm. that we kind of take away from what the, the life that we wanted when we got our business and I don't mm-hmm. want to do that I want to really be able to be like I'm getting that freedom that I want to. I'm being able to travel when I want to. I'm being able to relax when I need to or want to um, because I want to have time to just be like, I'm, you know, this, this is those Friday that I'm just going to binge a show on Netflix or, you know, a Wednesday or a Monday, you know, it really allowing me to really just learn more about myself and my energy and my body. Mm. That's so interesting. And you make such a good point that like, it is so easy. I think like, I know so many of my clients and I get stuck in this too, sometimes where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm creating a job. Stop. Like, or just pause. Like, wait a minute. I've lost my flexibility. I need to like bring it back. Like, how am I creating this intentionally? Um, right. Cause it's so interesting the way we just model things after what we've seen versus yeah. like creating. Yeah. Like I, I think that like the hustle mentality, I'm like, I don't want to mm-hmm. hustle. Like, I'm like I don't want to always be working or the, um, like the book them busy. I don't want to be busy. Like I right. want to intentionally work. And if I like, you know, even taking away like the, I focus on not using lazy in a negative way. Like if I'm having a lazy day, I'm like, that's okay. Like it's okay to have those days Mm -hmm. where you don't want to do anything. It doesn't have to be looked at as negative to have days where you don't want to do anything or where you just want to, you know, lounge on a couch, especially as women. Like we naturally are going to have very low energy days basically two weeks out the whole month. So it's like, we really have to learn how to be okay with those and learn when to figure out when to work best. I think, I think I was at one of, I know, you know, Jordan Gill, Mm -hmm. one of her, um, done in a day summits where someone talked about like the energy cycle, um, with our menstrual cycles. And Mm -hmm. that was like such eye opening for me to like really learn to start paying attention to that because Mm -hmm. we really don't. And it's like, this is why we feel so, you know, down certain days and up certain days. And it's nothing right. wrong. This is just how our body's working. And we have to learn to listen to those and not feel like we have to always be working to actually reach our goals. Yes, that is such a good point. And it's like, it's so fascinating to me looking at history because it's like the industrial revolution. We just took the, <laughs> we took all of that out to make people like, right. Go to the factory and you're doing work. And we made lazy a bad thing. We're like, mm-hmm. rest is actually, it should be encouraged and is part right. of the process. Right. And so I love that there's like reclamation here around us kind of having our own businesses and really like coming back to the humanness of all of this. And the fact that like, no, there's room for both. So much of us has been programmed and, you know, taught that like, this is the way just right. for the benefit of the people in charge of that system. And it's like, nope, thanks. Bye. Like, no, like, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. would I'd rather do without it than absolutely be, be completely burnt out, especially when you have your own business, because mm-hmm. the, the other thing is like figuring out that balance between 
between loving what you do and still needing that break and that rest. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I enjoy all the things that I'm doing. I want to do all the things, but that doesn't mean it's going to stop me from getting burnt out. Even if right. I enjoy what I'm doing, like, you know, when you're stressed mm-hmm. about your own business, it's a, it's not the stress of working for someone or, you know, you're stressed over stuff that you don't really even care about because it's not your business. But now you're like, okay, I'm stressed. Yes. It's not a bad kind of stress, but you still got to rest. <laughs> like, yeah. you still need to rest. Like, even though we want to do these things, even though we want to show up, even though we enjoy showing up and it's a good thing, we are happy in what we're doing. You still need to take that rest. Yeah. And I think just like linking back to the Pinterest piece of this is like uh, marketing is something you can show up for live all the time. And if we are talking about the humanness of us and how we do need rest, it sounds like using a system like this, it gives you, it's really creating the space for you to not have to show up all of the time so that you are using your content and it's working for you in the background so you can take care of yourself. Right. Yeah. That's just what, um, that's something I talk about all the time is that it works on autopilot. So like for me in July, I'm taking off a couple of weeks for my birthday and it's like, I probably won't be showing up all the time. You know, naturally I like showing up on social media, so I don't have to be like, Oh, I'm taking off. I got to like do nothing. But I know that even if I do do nothing, don't show up on Instagram or Facebook that people can still find my content on Pinterest. And that for me is something that's really great because you want something that works for you, even when you're not working. No, I love it. (laughs) And it's so interesting because like, I'm just thinking I'm really like down a rabbit hole in my mind right now, (laughs) just around, just around like, I wonder if there is resistance to doing things like this because it does. It's like, if, well, if I have nothing to do on some level, like, then what will I be doing? What will my family think? What will my friends think? Like if all of my if everything was working for me, right. If I put in the work to make the content, but then it was just kind of creating this whirlpool effect. Like how would that make me different from people in my life? And I think that's something that kind of creeps up without us realizing it a lot of the time. Yeah. We have to learn that we still can show up in our own way. Like, you know, we get into these businesses and we see what other people are doing and how they got to success for doing by doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so we think we have to do that too. But that's not always the case. Like you don't have to show up every single day on Instagram or you don't have to show up every single day. You know, if, you know, maybe somebody said they did 30 lives in one in one month. So now you think you have to do 30 lives in one month and you're like, right, stressed. right. And it's like, it doesn't have to work that way. It's really, for me, I've learned it's really that energy. Um, and and showing up when you are, when you want to show up and when you have that energy to show up really goes over much better than you forcing yourself to show up when you know you don't feel like it. Fascinating. I did not think that, <laughs> like, this is why I love blind dates too, right? Because like <laughs> never, if you told me we'd be talking about Pinterest in relation to energy management, I'd be like, that's a stretch. But now <laughs> I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. Yeah, it does. Because I know even like as a, um, like where I was last year, I was able to show up on Instagram more than I am this year because my business is completely different. So I don't have that energy to show up all the time. Like I did last year. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you have to figure out you're, you might not be able to show up the way you are right now for your business, like on social media or marketing wise. So having something that's in that background that you're like, well, even though I can't show up, people can still find my content. And that's the thing that we want. We want people to always be finding our content, especially new people. The people on your Instagram is you 
you know, you're, you're usually going to already be a little bit warm to you. They kind of know you already. Mm-hmm. With people on Pinterest, they are new to you and warm to the content because they're searching for that. So now you have to just actually, you know, warm them up to you. So it's definitely different. And but they're both such great platforms, especially to use together. Oh, I love it. So tell us if people are listening to this, like I am like leaning in, I'm like, okay, Pinterest, <laughs> like <laughs> check out the giant post-its, like this is going on the strategy. Where can they find you? Where should they find more? What would be like a good first step for them? Yeah. So definitely follow me on Pinterest, um, on Pinterest, actually, <laughs> well, follow me on Pinterest too, but yeah. I actually show up more on Instagram because I love showing up in showing off my Pinterest shenanigans. Like I said, I did a, mm-hmm. um, a TikTok reel this morning about um, Pinterest stuff. So if you really want to like get that fun side of me and really see how Pinterest can work for your business, definitely follow me on Instagram at Press Rogers. And then if you are looking to get started, but don't know where to start, you can also, um, and I'll give you the link, get my free how to get started on Pinterest in one week challenge. Oh, perfect. Love it. Well, thank you so, so much for taking the time and sharing your energy and insight with us. This has been awesome. I'm so excited to learn more and to stay connected with you. Um, so just genuinely like, uh, thank you so much for doing this work in the world. Thank you for being you know, different and yourself and figuring it out and honoring that. And sincerely, thank you for you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for you, beautiful listener. (laughs) Sincerely, thank you so much for tuning in and listening for this episode. I digitally live over at erinlindstrom.com and I spend a lot of time on Instagram where I am at Erin Lindstrom. So feel free to come on over to my page, send me a DM. I would love to hear what struck you from this conversation. I hope it was helpful. Let me know your takeaways. I always appreciate your shares so we can help get the word out about the show. There is a link in my Instagram bio where there's access to a ton of cool, some of it free stuff, including my sales and money mindset course, which was $497 and I am currently offering for free. So feel free to go get that. We can do some of the inner work together. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.